beautiful morning to you all. Welcome to today's daily quiet time in the Holy Spirit. And our text for today is taken from John chapter 11, verse 17 to 35. And our key verse is taken from John 11, 33. Our topic for today is the compassionate Jesus. The compassionate Jesus. Let's take a few moments to ask the Holy Spirit to teach us his word. To open the eyes of our understanding that we may see him and bless our hearts even as we listen to his words this morning in Jesus' name. Amen. Alright, so John 11, verse 17 to 35. Today we saw how Jesus moved from where he was and went to Bethany with the show him of meeting with Lazarus family that is Martha and Mary and also with the show him of raising Lazarus that was dead up at this point all right so let's see what happened verse 17 says that then when Jesus came he found out that he had lain in the grave for four days already now here's the question I would like us to answer was Jesus taken by surprise at the days of Lazarus' death? Because this particular verse sounds as if that was what happened. But the truth remains that no, he wasn't taken by surprise at Lazarus' death. So I want you to know today that there is none of your situation that will ever come to Jesus as a surprise. In fact, there is nothing you're going through that he does not know about. So we must always take that extra step of telling it to Jesus already. Remember when Jesus was telling his disciples and teaching them how to pray? He said that they should not make vain repetitions. And these vain repetitions don't make it why because it's not as if the father you're talking to does not know what is going on with you so we must have this consciousness always that no matter the situation we find ourselves no matter our challenges jesus is aware like he is very very much aware about it all right so moving on we saw that when he got to Bethany, he hasn't even got into Bethany, he was near Bethany. So, no, yeah, he was near the place where Mary and Martha was. But then, Martha heard that Jesus was coming towards their side. He heard that, you know, Jesus was coming. And at this point, of course, they lost their brother already. People were already with them, grieving with them, you know, sharing from their pains and the likes. But what Martha heard, what happened? I want you to really take note of this because Martha's actions and words were eternal. I don't know, but as I read it, that was really what like came to my mind that, you know, this has to be an extraordinary faith of Martha towards Jesus. You know, she came and despite the situation that she was in, she was grieving at this point. Despite that situation, what happened? She believed that Jesus, you know, was still able to do what he can do. The very fact that Jesus didn't appear the time they needed him did not, you know, 
bring down our faith in Jesus. Did not make her to begin to maybe distrust Jesus or not believe in him. Alright, so how do we ex- how do we react to Jesus when we expect him to do something for us and he hasn't like he isn't doing it our way? Of course, four days ago, Jesus was aware that, or rather, let's say two days ago, it's going to be four days already because it's now four days that he has been laid to grave, if not six days actually, because before Lazarus died, Jesus was informed. Let's say six days, four days to six days ago, Jesus heard about this. Now, it wasn't as if Jesus didn't hear. So, like, in our human um, understanding and view, would see that Mary and Martha had every right, every reason to be angry with Jesus. Jesus being their friend, I mean, I was supposed to like, I'm supposed to be able to call you, and you should be able to come. But that wasn't the case at this point. Like, they were not even trying to prove any points. See their reaction. Like, it was. Matters and Mary's reaction were actually really mind-blowing and there are things that we should take note of as Christians. There are things that we should emulate. Now let's see, when we are faced with situations and challenges, what is usually our response to it? To Jesus especially, are we always bitter? Are we always hungered? Are we always like, I'm not serving this Jesus again? Like, what? is always our reaction to jesus when he's not doing things our own way i want you to ponder on that think of a recent situation that happened did you really trust god in that particular thing we are students and then maybe your academics you're expecting like a 5.0 or a 4 plus c and gpa and it didn't come and you prayed you fasted during the exam and everything but still, you did not get that particular thing that you have asked the Lord. What is your reaction at this moment? What was your reaction when something like that happened to you? Can you still say boldly that, oh, though, though you slay me, yet will I trust you? Sincerely, God wants our trust. All that God is asking of us is trusting Him and obeying Him. Despite the fact that Mary and Martha were grieving, something stood out for them. These people were persistent in trusting God. Now, the level of Martha's faith in God is mind-blowing. She, she so much believed in Jesus, not just in His work, but in Him. You know, we've seen several Jews that believed in Jesus because of what he did. But that wasn't the situation with Martha. She believed in Jesus himself. Let's see what verse 21 and 22 says. Then said Martha unto Jesus, Lord, if thou hadn't been had been here, my brother had not died. But I know that even now, whatsoever thou would ask of God, God will give it thee. Now, I want you to picture that your results are an instance. You've gotten this particular result and it's not even smiling. It's not looking like what you want, what you expected. What should you do? Still keep trusting. Next semester, I mean, this is not the 
this that was not the last result you'll be getting and if that is even the last result you get there are still much more opportunities there are still much privileges ahead of you so why not embrace the very fact that jesus would do jesus would save you come rain come shine no matter the situation always have this mentality that jesus is aware about my situation and jesus would save me i pray god helps everyone that is going through a face of fear a face of pain a face of grieving in jesus name amen so one encouragement i really want to give us is that we must all rise from our level of disbelief in christ and embrace believing in even when it means doing it in tears and pain i can only imagine the level of pain that martha and mary were at this particular point but what happened they still kept on believing martha and mary's faith were tested at its height did they fail no they didn't will you also fail the test of faith will you fail the test of faith i tell you trials temptations will always come our way but what god wants us to do is to keep trusting him even in situations like that if you remember the story of jesus in the garden of um after he had prayed fasted for 40 days and 40 nights what happened the devil came to tempt him but was he able to overcome yes and i pray that we will also overcome today in jesus name christ wants us to trust him regardless of if he does what we want or not we are not the commander in chief if we claim to have given our lives to christ what should happen it should be seen in the way we submit to the lordship of christ a quick one i want us to also check out mary's reaction all right so now we would see that martha and mary had a close relationship with jesus they could have easily been disappointed in him knowing that he could do it but because he didn't come early their brother died and they might want to begin to shift blame on jesus but forgetting who he is and the power in his name and that's a sad story of what is happening in our world today we begin to say is jesus that not do this for me so i left i stopped going to church or is this that happened i stopped doing this is that that happened i stopped trusting god i stopped praying because i did not received this no god wants us to trust him regardless never be disappointed in jesus because he will never disappoint you everything he does it is for what the glory of god as we learned last week so this is biblical and you know faces like that will always come in our life and this is what to actually build our faith would we'll see if the faith of martha and mary was actually builded through this situation and through this challenge all right so what move what more could have could have moved the hopeless and grieving mary the moment she heard about jesus gosh you don't want to imagine her run out from where she was that's why i feel that people were with her and she was mourning you know she could have just had to sit down there and be like oh i can't stand up i'm a people you know how we behave when we are grieving you don't want to talk to anybody you are just there i don't know but then but no when she heard about jesus what did she do immediately she stood up she ran and even people thought that she was going back to her brother's grief so they followed her she ran and this woman learned from these people faith in jesus moved her 
faith in Jesus, you know, she so much believed in Jesus. And that was what moved her to run that way from where she was sitting to go and embrace the presence of Jesus. We must learn to trust Jesus even in our pain and grieving state. You know, some person, somebody is hearing this now and then you can that, that particular thing you are going through is only you that understand that particular thing you are going through is only you that know in fact you can't even share with other people maybe you have just lost somebody so dear to you jesus is around embrace his presence embrace his presence he wants you to embrace his presence Mary first action at the sight of jesus is something that is noteworthy and is worthy of emulation because when she cited Jesus, like she couldn't think of something less. This particular lady was in pain, she was in tears, she was grieving. But then, her action at the presence of Jesus is just everything. And the Bible records that when she cited Jesus, what happened? She immediately fell to the ground like she fell to the ground and she was weeping now she showed her helplessness in humility you can imagine her speaking with so much tears rolling down her cheeks of course she was in pain no one wants to lose their loved ones so one thing I really want us to take note of is, is the fact that when Mary came to Jesus, she didn't come with much words. She came in a helpless state. And this is what Jesus expects of us. He wants us to show that we are helpless and we are truly helpless. Our helplessness will fetch us a lot of things. Our vulnerability in God's presence will fetch us a lot of of things many of us we have been strong like you can be so strong in god's presence and i just wonder how god wants us to be humble and humility is not done because it is not done in 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 strength humility and vulnerability cannot be separated from one another this we must understand and this we must get so now do we admit our helpless state or we are always strong? Like you are always a strong person. We must learn to be vulnerable, especially with Christ. It will pay off. I tell you, I've been vulnerable countless times, especially in place of prayers. I have cried. I have, hey, no, God. But I remember this that I've done this time, like, oh, not me. Really, we have been strong enough. God does not want us to be strong any longer. He wants us to come in our vulnerable state. You have always been strong. You have been strong enough. Tell it to Jesus. He cares and he is compassionate about you. Now, when Jesus saw this, Mary was weeping. Martha had just left him. And then the Jews too were weeping. Jesus' reaction was a lot. When Jesus saw the vulnerable presence of these people maybe not all of them were actually vulnerable in their hearts but they were weeping jesus was moved with compassion 
the Bible records that he he groaned within him, he groaned in his spirit. That was the first thing that happened, and he was troubled. Was he troubled because he he know I heard that ah, I will not be able to help these people. No, he was definitely not troubled because of that. He was troubled or he wept because he had compassion on these people. And this reminds me of a particular word that John said and Paul said in Romans 12, 15. It says that we should rejoice with them that rejoice and weep with them that weep. This was a practical example from Jesus' life. He wept with these people because he's compassionate. What do you do when people rejoice? Do you also rejoice with them or you you are jealous? You are the one that will be jealous and talk bad things about them. Or you rejoice or you also rejoice with them. And what do you do with people that mourn? The Bible encourages that we mourn with them. And it's also a fulfillment of what Matthew 5 says. It says, Blessed are they that mourn for what for they shall be comforted. Martha and Mary, were they comforted at Jesus? The very fact that Jesus even wept, like, is going to mean a lot to them. They are going like, Jesus, same Jesus. Yeah, Jesus is a very compassionate person. So, are you also compassionate? Are you a compassionate fellow? Or you are the, I don't even know the other word for you. But we must learn of Jesus today to be compassionate. I pray the Holy Spirit helps us in Jesus' name. Father, Lord, we thank you for your word this morning. Thank you for how you've spoken to our hearts. We pray that by yourself you will help us to live a compassionate life. Help us to be vulnerable when we, when we hurt to be in fact, at all times, especially in your presence, in Jesus' name, amen. All right, so have a good day. Enjoy yourself. Don't forget that I love you. Jesus loves you more, and I'm always waiting for you. See you tomorrow. Bye.